AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. Thank you so much for listening to AM 630 The Word. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host, and we're back in the studio in a new year. And uh, since we're here in the in the new year, a lot of times we wanna we wanna know what's going on. I wish we had some way of finding out what's gonna happen this year. Uh, but we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to guess. The Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah. The Bible says, "I know the plans I have for you." And the plans are good. It's a good thing. I, I, you, may be, you may be struggling right now, but they're good plans. And I love that chapter and that verse because Jeremiah is talking to the people in a time when they're in captivity. This is a word to the captives. And God is talking to them in their struggle, in their captivity, saying, don't worry, I got you. Something's coming. It's going to get better. And so here we are in January, a lot of hope, a lot of resolutions. We're going to lose a lot of weight this year. I know it. But hold on. God has a plan for your life. And, and when you tap into that plan and that purpose, it's going to be a successful 23. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And uh, thank you for joining me today in the studio. We have some friends, some people that I thought I knew that I'm really learning to know again. And uh, we're going to be talking about some interesting things that are happening in San Antonio. Why don't you all three of you introduce yourself uh, before I mess up somebody's name again. So introduce yourself and we'll go around the room. Well, my name is Saji John. Uh, I pastored a church called Ark International Church. And now, you know, during the interview, you will probably know that we have transitioned from from being a church to an apostolic, uh, like a discipleship training center, a hub. You know, I've been pastoring for the last tw- almost 20 years. Hey, y'all. Rodrigo Surita. I'm here with my wife, Brenda. I get to have fun with these guys on a daily basis at the Tectonic Center. We do a lot of stuff there. I'm glad to be here. My name is Brenda Zarita, and I'm very grateful to be here today. I've been uh, an entrepreneur since I can say seven years old, so God has wired my mind to be an apostolic mm. mover, if you if you can think about it that way. And lately, as of lately, I've kind of figured out, okay, this is not just for entrepreneurship or making money, but the Lord also wired my mind to birth forth kingdom mindsets. So if we've merged those two worlds together, and uh, that's kind of how I'm wired, you know, to kind of make your life a little bit more exciting. That's a great way of putting it. And I think if anybody is an entrepreneur, wouldn't, wouldn't God be a creator, with yeah. the, you know, making something out of nothing? And that's what entrepreneurs do. And it's not, you're not looking for the easiest way. You're just making, trying to get to that goal, to that place and, and bring a product or a service to a people, no matter what the cost is. And uh, I think God is in that. And so the church has evolved. And uh, you're, you're on the Church of the Week. And if you think of Church of the Week, we still think of the padded pews and, and the stained glass. And, and I love that. My church has padded pews, has stained glass, and it has the, the steeple. And I love that about, about my church. But we can't stay there. So talk to me a little bit about how you're getting out. You're, you're, you're getting out of the, the pews. Uh, you, you mentioned how ARC was, yes. was where you were at, mm-hmm. but now you have transitioned to yes. a hub. Talk to me yeah. about a little bit about the transition. So in July of 2020, we had to shut down the, f- the facility because of COVID and you know everything that it brought. We did started doing everything online and 
for almost two years, we we were you know just doing stuff online. We did a lot of uh, the meetings at the house, but people were scared to come. So this brought about something in me that there needs to be a change. And uh, I actually met Brenda through Facebook in November 2020. I connected with her on her birthday, actually. And, uh, you know, God started showing me that we're going to join forces together to start a training center. In in fact, the first time she came to our house, I said, you know, you need to start training. And, you know, that's how we we met. That's how we planned things together. And God started moving in and through us from being a church to starting out to actually minister to the community outside of the church walls because we were forced to do it at that stage. But Mm -hmm. then God started showing us that, hey, this is the way to do it. And so that transition or the meeting happened, you guys uh, started dreaming, and then purpose was found. And then how how does that come about? So let me share a little bit of the background story, right? So um, first of all, I'm Puerto Rican. Uh, Saji's Indian. My husband's Ecuadorian. All right. So we, we were brought to San Antonio, each of us, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. So that's very important, right? God takes us to places, and God brings us into these places for a purpose or for a plan, like you were reading mm-hmm. earlier, right? So when God said that I had to come to San Antonio, I was kicking and screaming. Let's just be honest here. 2007, February, I was kicking and screaming. I did not want to come. I was comfortable where I was at, and the Lord said it's time to go. So he gave me a dream. So this dream kind of becomes like kind of a foundational uh, thought behind all of what Tectonic's about, if I can put it that way, okay? And so just to be clear, there's three of us that had a vision about this place. And and the three of us had a different perspective. In other words, if you think about an elephant, there's three of us looking at it from three different angles. So in 2007, the Lord gives me this dream that his hand was fixing to shake the tectonic plates of the earth. And I saw myself on a mountain. I was on the cliff of the mountain with my sister. And in the dream, we're looking at the river. There's people in the river, swimming, enjoying life, having a great time. And both of us, my sister and I, are sitting on the cliff. And as we're sitting on the cliff, we have brochures in our hand. And the Spirit of God is speaking to us in the dream, telling us that his hand's fixing to shake the tectonic plates. Mm. And as a result, the mountain was going to shake. And the river was going to lose its course and go upwards. Now, that's very strange, okay? And it wasn't until last year, believe it or not, years later, that I discovered that a river actually can go backwards if two things happen. There's a volcano or the tectonic plates are shaking. Wow. So in the dream, we are told through this brochure that it is our job to begin to go up the mountain and lead people all the way to the top. So before the shaking begins, my sister and I in the dream begin to go up the mountain and begin to lead friends and family up the mountain to a safe place. And so as we begin to do this climb, the earth begins to shake and the mountains begin to shake. And I begin to hear people screaming. I begin to hear and know that there is great death taking place below us, but we cannot look backwards. Mm -hmm. So we keep pushing forward and we get to a landing on the mountain where we all we can do is gather our basic belongings. My job was to make sure that every person that was with me went through this window, through a creek and up a mountain. And so as I got everyone safely to the next face of the mountain, I was left inside the building and I hear the roar of the river coming. And right there and then I was fearful I was going to lose my life. Mm -hmm. And so right there in that moment when I was fearing I was going to lose my life, I hear the voice of God said, do you think I brought you this far to leave you? 
So at that very second, when I hear the voice of God telling me that, I hear the river, but I only see a little bit of water. So if you can imagine just like maybe an inch or two of water on the floor, that's all I saw on the other side of the window. So as soon as I saw that, the Lord said, now go. So I went through the window, crossed a little bit of water and went up the mountain. And I was angry when I got to the second portion of the mountain. I was angry because my thought was, what is the point of going up this mountain if when I turn around, everything behind me will be destroyed? Now, a lot of us can probably relate to that with everything that happened during COVID and Mm -hmm. everything that we've walked through in the last couple of years. been kind of crazy, right? So in that very moment, the Lord says to me in the dream, you've lost nothing but gained everything. Keep walking. And the dream ends. When I wake up, the Lord had told me I need to draw. I needed to draw. I'm a very poor artist, so but I went ahead and drew it. And the top, the, He had me draw a cross, clean air, and He had me put the name Zion. And at, there are many things that were at the time unbeknownst to me, but I did exactly as He commanded. And so, as the years have gone by, this dream has had depth. And revelation. So in 2018, actually to be specific, January of 2018, my life and the, my daughter's life was uh, impacted in a negative way. Something terrible happened. And so my world felt like it was falling apart. And I felt like everything that God had promised was fixing to come to an end. And so I persevered through a lot of pain. I persevered through a lot of opposition and a lot of injustices. And God had always told me I was like a Joseph, that I had that anointing in my life. But at that moment, I felt like I was nothing. So in May of 2018, Jason, who's not with us today, he's at, back at the, at the center, he actually reached out to my husband and I. And he invited us to have a cup of coffee. Now, we knew Jason from 2013 from a place called Geekdom. Maybe, maybe some of you are familiar with Geekdom as a co-working space. And we had met him in 2013. But we, we really didn't know him, know him. But Jason comes to us and meets us at the coffee shop. And he sits with us and says, hey, guys, I don't know why, but I've got to share with you this vision that God has given me. And so he begins to talk about this vision. He says, yeah, and the name of the vision is Tectonic. And I about lost it. In fact, I lost it. I started crying. So why did I start crying? I started crying because the way I felt in the dream was the same way I felt in real life. Mm -hmm. And I knew that in that moment, God was giving me that window of opportunity to cross on over. And so as he began to spell out that portion of the vision, which had to do with bringing the body of Christ together, I reverted back to the first journal entry in 716 of 2007, right the first day that I landed my feet in San Antonio, the Lord had given me a word about having an Acts 2 church in San Antonio, Texas, a church that he will grow daily. He goes, church, churches. And I didn't understand what he meant by that because at the time I was just an entrepreneur. Right. I wasn't thinking about ministry, but I wrote down what he said. So when Jason began to spell out the vision of the merging between the marketplace and the body of Christ, it was phenomenal. And I was excited. And so we didn't know exactly like where things were going to go. But the Lord said to build a social media platform and to put all of our finances to build it. So we began to build it. In fact, he said it this way. I said, God, what is the purpose? He said, build it as if you were building the ark. So we began to build it. By the time it was 2020, this was finished. Now we have a social, a Christian social media platform called Tectonic. If you want to find out about it, you go to www.btectonic.com and you can go ahead and download the app. Now, what's cool about that is that when Saji reaches out to me in November of 2020, I had no idea that his ministry was called the Ark. 
How cool is that, That's right? That's very cool. Yeah. And so when he reaches out to me and we meet, like he said, and he says, hey, Brenda, I think it's time for training. All of a sudden, all my wheels begin to turn. So almost like eight months later, he then says to us, hey, there's this suite, there's this building. I want you to look at it. And God had been speaking to me for some time about, like, the church and where it was going and how things were going to change. In fact, I lead a prayer ministry from 6 to 8 in the morning since 2017, every day, Monday through Friday, called Nisi Nation. And so God had downloaded a lot, a lot of his heart and his dreams. And uh, it is today that I realize a lot of the dreams he released to us, it was like he released it to Joseph in those times. It was to provide a place of safety and refuge for the people of God a type of model of sorts. And so what I realized that God was doing is begin to build some kind of a model. So when Saji said, hey, there's a suite, there's somewhere that I want you to come take a look at, I was kind of hesitant, like, eh, I don't want a building. I'm an entrepreneur. Right. I know what it looks like to pay for overhead. I don't want that. But out of obedience and respect for him, because he had been so good to us a short period of time we known him, we went ahead and went. And so as we stood in this place that we now know as a tectonic center, God began to speak. And God began to speak about the fact that there was blueprints that he had given me for that place, that Saji was to write what was in his heart, that Rodrigo was to work on the design that Vita, his wife, uh, Saji's wife, was supposed to pray. And so I knew at that moment that this was something in the heart of God. It was not of our own. It was God's heart in it. So as we then converge and begin to look back at prophetic words that mm-hmm. God had spoken, one of which I'll let Saji share uh, a piece of it about the forerunner, and the other having to do with the fact that we would come across a church, that we would not have to start it from scratch. And so now I knew, and he had also said we would partner with the minority. So here we have an Indian man with a church that's been brought down to home church, which God had talked to me about. And now we have a place that is not like anything else we've ever seen before, but it's a merger of thoughts between a fellowship hall or what you call a coffee shop, a discipleship training center, a place to learn, and then a co-working space, a place to launch those who are literally building the kingdom of God here on earth Mm -hmm. in a very tangible way. So I'll let Saji real quick just kind of go over the forerunner piece of it. This was prophesied in February of 2020, but I didn't really hear this message that was preached by Ryan Penny at our church when he prophesied over the church. I was in Canada, in Toronto, Canada, and he said uh, these things. Um, One of the things I've heard is that God wanted this house to be a forerunner house. God wants this place to be a forerunner. He wants you to step into being a forerunner, to step into things that others aren't doing. To begin to believe God for things that others haven't seen, to break the limits, to set a new path, to set a new model. And so we believe that what we are doing is like a pioneer, uh, like a forerunner, like a prototype of, you know, what the church should be looking like in in future. Because of what she's been saying, you know, for quite a while, what she's been seeing in the spirit, that there's going to come a time when we will not be able to do church as it is today. Yeah, church as usual. In fact, one of the things that God showed me for some time now was that there was what, what happened in COVID, God had told us about it in 2018 during our prayer time. Mm-hmm. So nothing was a surprise to us. Right. In fact, when COVID took place, we never stopped congregating because the Lord said, do not stop. This, mm-hmm. is, this is your mission. Like, you got to keep going. So that was interesting, and, uh, and we, did it. we did it. We did exactly what he said. We kept gathering in our houses. Now, one of the things that was really clear to me 
was the word that I did not know what it meant at the time. For those of you that know the Bible, please don't make fun of me. Uh, the word is Goshen. So I kept hearing the word Goshen, Goshen, Goshen. It's like, what is Goshen? So Goshen happens to be that place, the best place in Egypt where the people of God were granted access to this land because of the obedience. Yeah. One man who was in prison, who did not l- allow his imprisonment, his circumstances and situations to bind him and limit him mentally in any way, shape or form or condition him. He continued to operate in the spirit. He continued to operate in his gifts, even in the midst of the prison. And I believe uh, as of today that in spite of the many challenges that I've had to walk through, my husband's had to walk through, as I was sharing with you earlier, Marcus, you know, I've literally been at the face of death so many times and faced so many different challenging and uh, near-death experiences that I can only say I am here because God has purposed me to be here. That's right. And like Joseph, he was there because God purposed him to be there. So I believe that there are many people across the world right now that are rising up with the Joseph anointing to set in motion something that will provide a sense of protection and provision and clarity and vision for the body of Christ. And I think these ones are forerunners. Mm -hmm. These are individuals who are being anointed this hour specifically to give flight to the church to provide a place of refuge for the church, where the church can begin not just to over-spiritualize things, which I think we do that a lot, but also to anchor into the Word and be able to fulfill the Word on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, the Word has legs to it. And those legs may look like, hey, I come alongside you to work with you in the field. Or, hey, I come to fellowship with you over a cup of coffee. Or, hey, I need to train you up in the ways of the Lord through biblical teachings, right? So the Tectonic Center kind of fulfills those three those three prongs. And so when we look at the center, we look at the center as the Lord showed it to me, a blueprint that then turns into a 3D model. And I saw it laying on top of a table in heaven. And the Lord said, you don't live in the model. The model is there so people can come and take a look at the possibilities. Right. The opportunity uh, to take their places, their centers, and then turn them into places that are fruitful on a daily basis, where the Church of Acts can be a real thing. Because the Bible says that the Church of Acts gathered daily. They broke bread daily. They had one mindset. So the concept that we stand upon, there's actually a few values, and I would like to allow for Rodrigo to read the values. Sure. For me, the values, one of the things that was interesting when you were sharing is how, like, what is Tectonic, you know? So I think I wanted to share that with you guys. Tectonic is a platform for life change, empowering believers to work together to take territory for the kingdom. And, you know, I think that the, the as a church, we've been playing defense for too long. Yeah. And you were mentioning earlier, Marcus, that, you know, God wants us to come out as well, Right. And um, so, yeah, let me, let me touch on these values. These are the guiding values. There's three. First one is his, his love in the mix. And uh, as tectons, that's what we call ourselves. Tectons. Right? tectons that's good. Right? <laughs> uh, and I wish Jason Cronkite was here because he does a great job kind of unpacking that word, right? It's a word that kind of brings two things together, uh, iconic and tectonic, right? Jesus Christ was the most iconic person in the world ever, Right. And tectonic is about being a mover and shaker, right? Mm. So t- that's what tecton means, right? We want to be like Jesus. And um, so his love in the mix is as tectons, we think and act like Jesus would. The second one is gifts at work. So we know that our gifts 
uh, as far as our identity, right? How God wired us, and we use them to advance the kingdom. And the third one is kingdom community. We work and do life together. So those three things are kind of like encompass God's heart, right? As He unpacked it to us as a team, as a as a group, and um, those are the values, right? That underpin our ability to make decisions, right? And to do something different. You know, yeah. Brenda's right. Entrepreneurship is is tricky because you're doing something that hasn't been done before. So fear has no play in that, right? But faith does. And that's a kingdom dynamic. Yeah. That's not a worldly dynamic. That's a kingdom dynamic. And I think there's a lot of truth that uh, we are able to unpack as we kind of meet people and share with people in and through the Tectonic Center because it's not just what we've done, but what God is doing in them. Mm-hmm. So as a platform, like I mentioned earlier, we just want to help them, you know, fulfill what God has put in their heart. Well, let me, let me tell you, as a, as a pastor, as a PK, somebody who grew up in church all my life, that has been one of the faults of the church where the people come in and they're talented and they have abilities and we mold them to fit our vision, Mm. you know, and we, and we, and that, and, and it has worked for many years, but I think, and and I think that's good, but if there's good, there's always better. There you go. And, and better would be to take the person and their abilities and callings and talents and get them to the fullness there of what are. God has called them yes. to do. Because yeah. many times, if, if I'm limited and I have a disciple, unfortunately, the disciple is going to be limited to my, yeah. to my abilities. Yeah, correct. Uh, but if we turn that around, then it doesn't look like a traditional today church anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Where it revolves around Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah. But, but uh, it, would, it would revolve around your calling. There you yeah. go. And I think that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's the yeah. essence. You got it. That's the essence. And I think that one of the key things that I can kind of drive home to those who are listening, and uh, I, I'm sure there's some of you, there's somebody out there right now that is um, listening to the voice of God in the midst of this and going, oh, my God, that is exactly what the Lord has been speaking to me. And I didn't know quite how to do this. So one of the key things we hope to do in this community and beyond is to be a place of safety where you can say, okay, I heard the voice of God say, um, things are shifting and changing, and hey, there is a group that gets it, mm-hmm. and we can go there, and we can share ideas, bounce ideas off, and then do something different, and still continue to fulfill the mission and vision that God has given us, right? And so there is a place where we can come together and converge, much like the leaders in the Tectonic Center have done with each other. Like Jason had an agency, we had an agency, we merged, you know, Saji had a church, and I had a ministry. We merged. And so we see that in the Acts 2 Church. One of the things that we forget about the Acts 2 Church is that the Acts 2 Church had to do what they did or else. They were under persecution. And so we are watching now in the world and in our country people being persecuted and being thrown into prison for preaching the gospel yeah. of Jesus Christ. I think these are warning signs, right? They're, and they're not warning to be scared, the warnings to the world that a king is coming and his kingdom is arising. That's right. And so it's time for the kingdom of God to come together. A.K.A. shifting. Yes. Yeah. A.K.A. shifting. Also known as a shifting. So as, as we're wrapping this up, I mean, I knew we were out of time, but we ran out of time so quickly. Uh, when, when are you launching? Where can we go? How do we get there? Where are you? 
So we are located right now on the second floor on the back of the building um, of the ridge. So this place is located off of Lock Hill, Selman, and 1604. So you can go to the website um, at www.btectonic.com. Guys, don't freak out. It's a forward slash home, um, the hyphen center. Or <laughs> or you can just uh, simply give us a... You can just Google the t- Tectonic Center. Yeah, you can just go to the Tectonic Center. And please forgive us for those of you listening, but we we started with a social media platform, decided to follow the Lord to the next phase, which is to make it real, physical, and at the present time, we are in the midst of that shift. So if you just go to Tectonic Center and Google that, you'll find our location easily online. And when can we go? Are you guys open? When is your, your you have a, so a launching we, date? We're open right now, but our grand opening is on a Friday, January 27th. You can come all day and celebrate with us there. And then we will have a worship night that night Excellent. to kind of come together. So that'd be beautiful. That night, so that's going to be, is that a Friday night? It is a Friday night. What time? 7 o'clock at night. Friday, 7 p.m., January 17th. January 27th. 27th. January 27th. Thank you. Almost there. Uh, there's going to there's gonna be a worship night, but all day, anybody can all show up. All day. We have a coffee shop that's open from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening. Every day, Monday to Friday, and Saturday, half the day. So. And because you have a Puerto Rican, <laughs> I'm thinking the coffee's going to be good. And, the coffee's excellent. No, and they have quesito. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's legit. I'm going to be there. Ambassador's, Ambassador's Coffee is what it's called, and people can Google that, too. Quesito. Um, Quesito.com. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> San Antonio, thank you so much. Uh, Tectonic Center. Wow, I'm excited for the friction you're going to create, for the shift that's happening, and uh, and it's going to be great. God bless you. Google Tectonic Center, and we'll see you there on the 27th. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.